shut the fuck up. It's always telling me how awful I am, how fat I am, how unworthy I am, and I fucking have enough. The best part is, I don't actually have to listen to this mean voice inside my head anymore. But now comes the hard part. Cleaning up all of its mess and getting rid of every single fucked up word it has ever spoken to me. This is my therapy, my way of healing and sharing all I have learned over the last few years. So enjoy my fucked up thought. Now this podcast is called Shut the Fuck Up. This obscenity is not directed at someone I know or even someone I don't quite know, but more directly towards myself. That's right, me. The me inside me who does not shut the fuck up. The me who incessantly chatters non-stop about how awful I am, how fat I am, how useless I am, and of course how unworthy I am. And you know the voice because you have one too. And that your conversations will have a slightly different focus. But more or less it's the same because it loves to tell you and us how unworthy we are and how we'll never be enough, no matter what we do. It's just fucking mean, hey? And we put up with it. We let it go on and on and on as if it knows better, as if, as if it knows best, as if it is the only voice that gets to decide how things are. Where does this voice come from? So this is just a little side note that I wrote when I was writing this column originally. I said that I have to admit that I can be quite forgetful. Not always and not for all things, but information doesn't always come easily to me. Even though I can feel it inside, I cannot quite grasp, grasp the words I need in order to express the information I'm after. I think this has been born from laziness and a lack of confidence in what I am thinking and trying to converse. I find it much easier to write my words down than to speak them out loud. So this column and podcast will not be full of facts and lots of intelligent information taken from textbooks and books and other manners of publication, but I will do my best to research and not give false information but I will write it how I am remembering it and how I am feeling it. I will also gather some information from the great beyond. I wouldn't say that I channel divine spirits, but I do get information from somewhere beyond myself. Maybe one day I will channel properly, but for now I go with what comes to me. And if it feels right, I write it down. But if it doesn't, then I won't. So, back to the original program. Alright, so where does this fucking voice come from? There are many perceptions on this voice. The most common one is that it is the ego. Freud generated this description, but apparently he hardly even used it in his writings. It's just one of those things that gets misconstrued along the way and becomes something bigger than it intended to be. However, we have all heard of the ego and its wicked ways. It is that part of you that is self-centered and drives you to do all manner of crazy things. And this part of you develops when you're a child. It helps you to make sense of the world, 
but that sense is influenced by so many factors that the ego takes them all on as if they are your own. The ego is your protector and believe it or not, it wants the best for you. It wants you to be safe and comfortable. It wants you to listen to its words of wisdom and believe in them wholeheartedly because it has gathered all the information and made the decision, made the best decision for you in that moment. It has assessed all the mistakes and heartaches from the past and mashed them up with the potential risks from the future. And it's given you numerous reasons as to why you must not undertake this very terrible, life-threatening thing that you really, really, really want to do. No matter how much you love it, you must not do it because of all the things it has listed against it. But they are very reasonable reasons as to why not. And if you choose not to listen to any of them, or only a few of them, then this voice gets louder and louder, more demanding and more mean, more vindictive. It will invent possible scenarios to stop you from going ahead. It will show you horror after horror. It will flash before your eyes the worst possible circumstances and have you believing in every single one of them. So you do not keep going with that thing you absolutely love. That would be just awful. So you don't. You listen and you stop. Phew, crisis averted. Your voice can relax a little now. It has convinced you the world out there is unsafe, that the world does not want you to succeed, that you are not worthy of anything good, so you need to stay in this comfortable and pitying misery where you belong. You know what life is like here. You don't know what life is like out there, so why take the risk? Fucking hell, that was exhausting. That's exhausting, isn't it? That's what it is like inside our heads at all times. And we let it, for goodness sake. Why? Because we don't know any better. We think, well, who is letting us think this, I wonder, that this voice is the only voice we have. It's not true. There is another. And I feel there is also another. All up three. Who are they? And what is their intended purpose? Let's start with the more down-to-earth of the three. The human you. Now, whether or not I am entirely correct here, I don't know. It's just what I feel is inside of me, without hopefully sounding like I'm a bit right. I feel like amongst the other two, I also have this earthly being, the me who contains my humanly characteristics, my attitudes and behaviours, the part of me that is more grounded into the human being than the other two. Though with that being said, my attitudes and behaviours can be influenced by the other two, though never really at the same time. I guess it is more to do with... When I wrote this, I really had a hard time finding the right words. Like, I can feel this side of me, but I just I couldn't find the right words to express it. But I found them. So she's, she's neutral. She knows what she wants for her life in this lifetime. 
And she has an awareness for all of the parts of herself and what each part means. Her humanness has a different perspective. She's unbiased and determined to live her best life despite the interference of her ego. And she can stand on the sidelines and notice what is going on inside of her. She is able to ha have a conversation with both the shitty parts of herself, I call mine Saskia, and the loving part of herself, I call mine Libby, in an effort to understand where both are coming from because ultimately the final decision is hers. She is the one who takes the action or doesn't. She is the one who feels her way into what they are asking of her. She is the one who takes on the fear of her ego or the love of her inner being. It is her quirks and qualities that define her, projecting a demeanour that nobody else has. She feels and thinks in her own special way. Her temperament is one of a kind. She has habits and tendencies, all of which can be influenced by the others at any time. But her humanness is remarkable. It's individual. She completes the triad of who she is in this lifetime. She is the strong foundation, a congruency of her being. She has the final say. Next, there is your ego. Your shitty, mean and horrible voice. And then, of course, there is your soul, your inner being, your divine spirit, your loving voice. I call mine Livy. This is the voice inside of you that really needs to listen. Oh, hang on. This is the voice inside of you that you really need to listen to more than anyone else. Because this voice is your truth. It is your love. It is your heart and soul. But fortunately, though, this voice is not as loud as your mean one. It is fairly quiet. She doesn't yell at you to get you to listen. But that would be great sometimes if she did. If she would just grab you gently by your shoulders and spoke loud and clear straight to your face in very simple, obvious, in intelligible words, that would make life so much easier, wouldn't it? But she doesn't. She whispers from the depths of your soul, her intention muffled by the sounds of your more loud and obnoxious voice, by your long-held beliefs about who you think you truly are, by all the gunk and the shit that has taken up all of that space inside of you, with barely a peephole for her words to filter through. Her words do get to your ears eventually, yet those words fall on deaf ears. Ears that are not ready to hear anything different. That's when your other voice chimes in with its boring, repetitive list of why nots. Here it goes again, blah, blah, fucking blah. So what do you do about it? How can you shut that fucking voice up? Well, this part sucks, but you can't. Not entirely, anyway. But you can turn down the volume. You can simply observe the words being shouted at you and not engage in the conversation. You can realise those words are not your truth. They are merely an observation from a particular part of you offering up safety and comfort in the most shittiest way possible. 
You can also refuse to believe anything you want. You don't have to take those words and approve them. It is in your power to refute them at any time and at all times. But it's not easy, I won't lie. I have been at this for a good few years now and my shitty voice, Saskia, still tricks me. I have been learning to go with the flow, to trust my inner guidance and see where the day takes me without putting pressure on myself to do a whole bunch of things that aren't really that important in the end. I thought I was doing okay, but then when I got to the end of my day, I noticed I wasn't achieving anything. I spent the whole day questioning myself instead of actually doing what I wanted. And then when I was doing what I wanted, it felt as though I wasn't supposed, or it felt as though I was supposed to be doing something else. There was this never-ending sense of wrongness, but I dismissed that too. I actually believed I was going with the flow, but my feelings, my feelings told me otherwise. Those I ignored because I was listening to myself, wasn't I? No, it's not. Every single part of you needs to feel good in order for it to be your truth. Now, Saskia, she mellowed herself out for a bit. She was gentle and kind, but not really. I can look back now and see that I was fooled by her change of personality. Her softness was mistaken for my inner guidance. I chose to ignore what was really going on because I was so determined to tune into the real me that I only got half the channel. Interference was happening on a subliminal level. I couldn't hear it for the determination of my earthly being to be better and to do better and feel better because it was so strong. I wanted so badly to rid myself of this mean and horrible voice that my ignorance got the better of me. My better was simply static. This means there is more to it than just your voice, your voices. In order to be who you truly are and to live how you truly want, there is more than just your voice to listen to, to be aware of and to allow yourself to be guided by. These are your emotions, your feelings. I'm going to discuss this more in the next podcast. But for now, I want you to know that it is okay to be where you are now even though you have probably listened to your shitty voice more than your loving voice. But there have been instances and experience where your loving voice has led you without you truly knowing it. I can attest to that. I moved overseas to both America and England because of my loving voice. These were things I did without too much thought. Notice what I said there. I did them because I wanted to. I did them because I was led to doing them. I did them because they felt right. And moving to England was the most single best thing I have ever done for myself. Because it brought me to where I am today. Yes, I have the most amazing daughter, a wonderful husband, a home I have longed for forever, beautiful place to live, experiences that I never thought possible, and some of the best people in my life. But amongst all of that, though, there was a lot of pain, a lot of heartache, 
a lot of misery and suffering, most of which I created myself. I created a world inside my head that kept me stuck in a certain amount of misery and no matter what was happening on the outside, my inside was suffering, like big time. I have dealt with people who bring out the worst in me. I have endured moments of defeat. I have experienced things I never want to acknowledge or think about again. And I have known a heartache no parent ever wishes to know. It is only now I can look back with more clarity and acceptance of what I went through in my life, the joy, the pain, the happiness and the heartache. It was all there for me. Regrettably, those moments of happiness were tainted, contaminated by mean and horrible thoughts, corrupted by hate and disgust and ruined because I believed every fucking stupid word in my head. I trusted each and every word. I lived by them. Not anymore. I know better now. I know that those words are not my truth. They are not me. For the me that is truly me would never be so hurtful. She would never call me names and allow myself to feel such hatred for myself. She is love and only love, a concept I am still mastering. Love was missing. It is within me, buried somewhere amongst the gunk. But the gunk is being shoveled out. The words roaming my mind no longer build up into a shitty and hateful mound of gunk. I know better. I deserve better. I allow myself to think better and to feel better. All right. Well, that was a bit longer than I expected, so <laughs> I think I had a lot to get out of me. But hopefully you get the gist of what I've been trying to say. So I'm just going to do a little top five to bring it all together. Okay, number one. You do not have to believe the words zooming around in your head. Number two, there is more than one voice inside of you. Number three, if the words aren't loving, then ignore them. Number four, don't engage yourself in the conversation. Observe from the sidelines. Number five, those mean and horrible words are not who you truly are. Your loving voice is. All right. So in the meantime, keep on shouting, shut the fuck up, and here's a little exercise for you to do. Just listen to your thoughts some more. What mean and horrible things are being said to you? Just write them down, make, make a list of them all, and just laugh at them. Remind yourself that these are not true. They are a made-up version of who your shitty voice thinks you are. You are more than that. You are kind and loving. Welcome in those words and those thoughts. You deserve it. And maybe talk them over with your partner, your closest friends. See what horrible words they have swirling about their heads. <laughs> Laugh about them together. And lastly, here's just a few more ways to let go of that shit crashing around in your mind. Be aware of your thoughts at all times how they are making you feel and what impact they are having on your mental health and your life as a whole. Acknowledge them, notice them, but don't put anything else onto them. 
They are not wrong, bad shouldn't be there, they simply are. You can question why those thoughts are there. Where have they come from? Just do a little investigating. Why have they been inside your mind for so long? Are they true? Question with kindness. All you're doing is figuring out why they are there in the first place. Remember they are not wrong or bad. Just don't give them any meaning. Leave them be. Let them sit there inside your mind while you go about your day. Don't pay them any more attention. And listen, just barely from afar with the volume turned down. Eventually, your thoughts will get bored and they'll leave. Your mind realises that you were not playing the game, so they will try something else. And always be aware of the games your mind wants to play. It's not a fun game, so don't engage. And these thoughts will come back. But next time, you will use your awareness to suss them out and know exactly what they are. Over a period of time, they will fade into the background. Yay! All right. Just remember, you reckon you're not the only one with so many fucked up thoughts. So thank you for listening. And in the meantime, keep on shouting, shut the fuck up. Until next time.